Today is the fifth Sunday of the year, and Ash Wednesday is just 17 days away. So are you ready? You are really in trouble if you still have your Christmas lights up. For these first few weeks of ordinary time, all of our Gospels have focused on some aspect of discipleship, what it means to live as a follower of Jesus. Today's Gospel follows the same theme and asks us to live our faith with courage and with commitment. Jesus calls us the salt of the earth, a city on a hill, and a light for the world. I think the common element in all of these metaphors is the challenge to live our faith in the world, not set apart from it, and not hidden. The prophet Isaiah delivers a powerful message to his people in today's first reading. What does it mean to live out your faith in the world? First of all, it means showing mercy and compassion to other people. Feed the hungry, give sanctuary to the oppressed and the homeless, clothe the naked. Also, take care of your own, but notice that care for your own is listed last and not first. If our faith is real, our discipleship will be seen in the care and mercy we show to the rest of the world, and not just in how well protected we are. In today's Gospel, Jesus continues with a Sermon on the Mount, with some analogies to help his disciples understand how they are supposed to live in the world. We are supposed to be salt, light, a city on a mountainside, and a lamp for the world. First of all, it's worth noting that salt can't lose its flavor. Sodium chloride is a very simple compound and it's quite stable. Boxes of salt don't have expiration dates. So if your salt seems to have lost its flavor, you can probably conclude that somebody's been messing with your salt, or more likely, something has happened to your ability to taste. Also, salt isn't just a flavoring agent, it's also a preservative. In the ancient world, one of the few means people had to preserve food was to dry it with salt. So what could it mean to be salt for the world? I think it means we have to flavor the world and preserve what's good. We have to make our presence known not in overpowering the world's other flavors, but by enhancing and complementing them. We also should be preserving those things that might otherwise be spoiled or wasted. The world should be a better, safer, and more just place because we're in it. And our presence in the world should be clear for everyone to see and available to all. That's being a city on a mountainside. In the midst of the world's storms, our faith should be a place of refuge and safety that welcomes everyone. Ours is a faith that has no secrets. All of our worship, all of our ministries happen in public. We have no secret doctrine, nothing that's revealed only to insiders. If anyone claims to be Christian and then says that they have some kind of secret knowledge, be very suspicious. We are a city on a hill that everyone can see and where everyone is welcome. There is no evangelization without hospitality, no sharing Jesus if we refuse to share our bread and our homes. Finally, Jesus says that we are light for the world. We tend to take light for granted. When you reach for the wall switch in the middle of the night, you know that the light you need will be there. But Jesus lived in a world lit only by fire. Oil for lamps was expensive, and if you didn't handle it carefully, you could be in big trouble. One reason for not putting a lamp under a basket is that it would be a waste of expensive fuel, but would also likely set the basket on fire. 
To be light for the world is not only to expel the darkness of sin and sorrow, it's also to be valuable and maybe a little dangerous. Our presence in the world should bring hope, warmth, and illumination. Too often, particularly in our public discourse, we're content to bring heat and not light. All of these metaphors should lead us to reflect on what kind of presence we are in the world. As disciples of Jesus Christ, as Catholic Christians, and as American people, who do we want to be and how should we be seen in the world? Is our top priority accumulating wealth and possessions or relieving poverty through our willingness to give and sacrifice? Are we prepared to provide sanctuary for victims of war, disasters, and genocide? Or are we captive to fear and obsessed with our own safety? Is this the time to build walls or to build bridges? These are not political questions for us. They reach to the core of who we are and who Christ calls us to be. If these times seem dark, contentious, or fearful to you, remember the words of Isaiah. If you remove from your midst oppression, false accusation, and malicious speech, if you bestow your bread on the hungry and satisfy the afflicted, then light shall rise from you in the darkness, and the gloom shall become for you like midday.